This is the Marina White Audible. I am Ethan Lee. I am extending out words unnecessarily because I don't know what else to say. Uh, I'm sure my wife is in the other room laughing about this because I, I sound like a dork. Um, welcome back to the Marina White Audible. Things are going to be different for this show. F-U-R for. Uh, we're going to talk a bit about how things are changing and how the schedule has changed ever, ever so weirdly. Um, basically, life has been crazy. Um, moving has been hectic. Grad school has been started. And things are just nuts right now. Um, I am stretched pretty thin right now, trying to just get everything settled. Um, and my wife is the one that's doing a like the vast majority of the work, she is amazing. So shout out to her from keeping me from losing my freaking mind. Um, yeah. So this episode's not gonna have much football content. We're gonna go through some questions. We are going to um go through several questions. We had we had several questions. This is gonna be mostly a Q and A sort of show. It's gonna be a shorter segment. I don't have a lot of content to draw out right now. Um. But, going forward, starting like tomorrow, you're going to see a lot more content, because tomorrow I'm going to be a lot busier with content production. Um, I'm going to have more time to devote to writing, to podcasting, to video, so expect several things tomorrow on several different mediums, several different media. Um, but speaking specifically to the podcasting, to this to this that we are doing now, as I move in my chair, and you might be hearing different audio, audio volume levels. Um, we are moving to like a six day a week. It's almost daily. I'm calling it daily just for the sake of saying it's daily podcast. Um, so like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I think every day except maybe Saturday. Maybe I'll put something up in between. There might be a couple days that I miss. Um, so I can't guarantee perfection because it, me, Ethan Lee, not perfect, but we're going to be moving towards like shorter segments, 10 minute podcasts, um, with occasional like 30, 45, 50 minute podcasts. And we are going more towards that format to get you content every day to establish almost every day, six days a week. Yeah. Um, get established more in that sort of realm and we'll go from there. Um, so if you have questions, you can literally send them in every day. They will be answered at some point. Um, so that's that's what we're going to. Videos, there's going to be several videos a week. They're not going to come to your ears. They're going to go to your eyes. They're going to go to my YouTube account, actually. Um, I'm going to put them up there. I'm going to put those up on the Maroon White Nation, on, on the site on the Maroon White Nation. Um, that's where all these podcasts are going as well. So if you want to see me and my uh, my face, you can do that. We can arrange for that to happen in like video form. Um, so all of that, there's, there's a lot coming um, and you will see it as we go. I just, I wanted to get there this week and I was not there this week just because things have been nuts between moving, um, my wife went to the doctor today. I took her to the doctor, like 45 minutes away. Shout out Houston traffic. So things things have just been nuts. 
Her, she's fine, by the way. She scraped her toe up and scraped her knees, um, moving boxes up and down concrete stairs. She, yeah, it, it was great. I was in class and got a text message. Hey, Ethan, uh, text me or call me when you're on your way home and um, let me know what, what yeah, let me know when you're on your way home. I was like, okay, fine, sure, a normal text. Maybe she wants me to pick up something from the grocery store, which she did, kind of. Um, yeah, I had to pick up a whole bunch of gauze pads and ace bandages because she, she did a good job while I was in uh, class. And I was not happy to see that she was so hurt. Because that was, she didn't have anyone to help her. She was here by herself. Um, and it was just, it was rough. She's a trooper, though, and I, I admire the hell out of her, just because she's so incredible. Um, but that's enough about that. Basically, just expect a lot more content in shorter dosages. Um, shorter doses? Smaller dosages. Words. Basically, shorter podcast, more videos, more podcasts. Um, almost daily. We're just going to... It's basically daily. So, expect all of that, expect more tomorrow, expect more, like, six days a week. And you can, you can get all of that at MaroonWhiteNation.com. Fansighted, it's Mississippi State Community. So we're gonna go ahead and just jump into the questions. We're five minutes in, um, I'm breathing because I can't breathe. I was eating ice cream earlier and I, uh, I swallowed weirdly. It was, what was it, chocolate? peanut butter cookie dough from Bluebell, so shout out them. Okay, so here we go. From MSU Lewis on Twitter, which is the only place to ask me questions right now, if you have questions, send them to at MWN underscore podcast, or just look up Marina White Audible on Twitter, not Instagram. I'm not on, well, I am on Instagram, but anyway... Two questions. So, I gotta get this open. Do you like the new locker room? Never been in it. Um, I saw some of the renderings early on. They were pretty cool. I have not seen what the locker room looks like yet. I'm going to write about it. Which, this is getting posted on Thursday. You're probably listening to it Thursday. So, later today? Earlier today? Um, it's sometime today. Um, do I like the new locker room? To be determined. Also never been in it. The air conditioner in my car... Also MSU Lewis, by the way. The air conditioner in my car doesn't work. Do you know how much I hate life right now? I actually used to work at a uh, summer camp out near Wimberley, Texas. In the middle of nowhere. Um, in the hill country. So, it's, it's just about as like central, central Texas as you can get and still find signs of life. Um, whole bunch of hills, whole bunch of cactus, prickly bear, great stuff. It's cool plant, by the way. And, uh, I lived out there and I lived in a tent for three summers in a row. And this was like a, well, two summers in a row. Third one, I kind of got a bunkhouse and then my shoulder fell apart the first time. Um, but I lived in a tent for two summers, like six weeks at a time. Because, like, I, I would take a couple of weeks off to spend time with either my family or go on a mission trip or stuff like that. Um, 
So, or orientation for Mississippi State University, my freshman year, 2013. Long time no see. I'm old-ish. Um, but anyway, back to the story. I lived without air conditioning for like six weeks at a time, caught pneumonia because one dude had pneumonia and kept coughing on me in the middle of the night. It was great. We shared these tents, by the way. Um, except my second year. I don't think I shared my tent the second year. I think I had a tent to myself. It was great. Got there late. And it's like these canvas tents that are seven feet tall and should fit two people cots um, and a whole bunch of stuff. Some of them set up on wooden pallets, some of them set up just on the ground, some of them concrete slabs. Uh, regardless, you had scorpions and and bugs and spiders just crawling through your tent, crawling through your stuff. It was terrifying. Um, yeah, so, no, I sympathize with not having air conditioning. That's the point of that entire story. Uh... <laughs> To the third question from uh, MSU Lewis. Why have you not been fired yet? Um, this job is actually rather unconventional. This job itself. that Not the... Well, all of my jobs have been rather unconventional. Um, I have worked at Space Center Houston. I have worked at... Or for the Boy Scouts of America. Tomahawk District. Tomahawk? North Star. I don't really remember what it was. Because um, they changed names a couple times. Sam Houston Area Council is actually what it was. I worked for them at that summer camp. Worked summer camp for Space Center Houston. Um, I worked a another summer camp. I'm starting to see a pattern here. In uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Project Transformation, Tennessee. Specifically Nashville's version of it. Um, and then I worked... What was... I worked in a biology lab ecology lab and biology department shout out uh christopher brooks at mississippi state the the ecology dude not the guy that's on the is he on the radio or something i don't know um so shout out chris brooks he's great um he was tough on me but he, he was he very smart guy a very great guy um or else have i worked over the years I worked as a freelance independent contractor sort of deal with SB Nation. Nobody's fired me yet, which is a good thing. I feel like I'm doing something right if they haven't fired me. So to answer your question, Lewis, why have you not been fired yet? Because I've been doing everything right. And that's all that matters. I feel like there's other jobs. I was a youth pastor's missions coordinator. I was, I was an intern the youth ministry, but also like the missions ministry at my home church. Um, that was an interesting experience. I, I wasn't anywhere near good enough for them. They, they deserved so much better. Um, not to say I was bad, but I just, I feel like I could have been better. I wasn't mature enough at the time. Um, so, yeah. And last question from MSU Lewis. Do you know how bad I want to hurt you? No, I don't. I don't. Pain and I don't get along. Um, I'm allergic to pain, actually. So. Do, do, do. Two. Oh, another one from Embassy Lewis. Gosh, so many questions. Thank you. Appreciate it, actually. Kids' soccer season is starting. Is it too hot for this? I remember when I... Oh, gosh, my chair. Um, I'm not too heavy for this chair, I promise. 
Kids soccer season. I remember when I played soccer, it was like the middle of the summer. It wasn't in August. I didn't think it was in August. I remember it coinciding with like a, uh, a day camp that I was in at one point. And so I didn't think it ran this late. But I guess... I guess it... No. Maybe it was just the league I was in? I thought it was like a uh, spring sport. Spring and then midsummer. I don't really know. Um, probably. If it's as hot in Mississippi as I remember it being, probably. So, on to the important questions. Not to say yours are important, Lewis, but we've got more important ones like from Laddie Zell at Subcanoe. What's the best cereal and why is it Fruity Pebbles? Um, I've, I'm not a huge Fruity Pebbles fan. I like to keep it real with the Captain Crunch uh, peanut butter. It's pretty good. From at KT Vanderlip, the large dog, he has eight questions. Oh, and a nice little infographic here. Audible. Adjective. Able to be heard. Ultrasound is audible to dogs. This podcast is audible to dogs. Noun. American football. Audible. A change in the offensive play called by the quarterback at the line of scrimmage. Question number one. Do you look at yourself as the quarterback of this podcast? Um, I look at myself as this dork that's kind of uh, talking to a blue snowball microphone and tries to change his voice to be more important movie guy. Um, no, I don't know. I'm just kind of a dude not trying to take himself too seriously, but trying to produce decent content. Um, and I know that this is not the best content. And I, uh, I feel like as a quarterback, um, with spaghetti holding his right shoulder together, we could probably do better for quarterbacks out there, but I am the guy that's kind of making this up as I go. So I am a bootleg version of Johnny Manziel of podcasts. We're going to go with that. Question number two, if you were the quarterback of the dogs, would they still beat Stephen F. Austin? Let's put it this way. I could not start um, at, at, like, at, at any position for Stephen F. Austin, uh, despite the fact that they are a Division One football championship subdivision school. All of their quarterbacks are still better than me. I can guarantee that. Um, my shoulder would not hold up at all. But if I was starting for Mississippi State... I would assume that uh, I've still got Kylan Hill and Aris Williams to turn around and uh, hand the ball off to. And so, yes, I, we, we're not going to pass much. It's going to be hashtag always run, never pass. Um, pretty much all game. But I, I think we could still win by running straight at them every time. Um, and if you want to do some trick plays, I'm sure that Kylan Hill and Aris Williams could probably throw the ball hell, hell of a lot better than I could. Um, question number three. So, to answer question number two, yeah, we'd still beat them, by the way, for sure. Um, it wouldn't be as fun. It'd be pretty painful watching a, uh, this dude who's asthmatic and 6'2", um, 210 pounds, just kind of, like, try not to get run over too much. Because I'd, I'd get pasted by someone and it would be awful. My shoulder would disintegrate. Um, question number three. Who in our Twitterverse would have to be quarterback for State not to beat Stephen F. Austin? Um, see, the great thing about this team 
is I feel like they don't need a quarterback. Like, losing Nick Fitzgerald, even bar, like, replacing him with someone as good as Keaton Thompson, like, as good as Keaton Thompson can be. Um, still somewhat unproven, but... Like, even if you were just to replace him with nobody, and, say, add a tight end as a blocker in there, you could still do a lot of damage with this offense. Um, and then the defense is going to be just super dominant. You don't necessarily have to worry about Stephen F. Austin to that extent right now. You just, you don't. Now, Kentucky, <laughs> Kansas State, um, that's when things get a little interesting. Because I think, I think Kentucky and Kansas State would both be very, very challenging without a quarterback. Stephen F. Austin. Well, let's just run in there with, like, Jace Chrisman as our uh, as our quarterback. Let him just hand it off. I think it'd be fun. Um, so, answer your question three. I don't think, like, it, it really matters who starts a quarterback to beat Stephen F. Austin for this team. Um, what does the... Question number four... What does the F and Stephen F. Austin stand for? That's a good question. And I can't think of anything funny and still appropriate to say that that's what it stands for. Frozen hamburgers is what it stands for. So. What? That, that could have gone bad. That could have gone better. Could have gone worse. Um, what does Andrew Dice Clay think the F stands for? Who is Andrew Dice Clay? I don't actually know who this is. Not off the top of my head. He's a stand-up comedian. Um, I don't know who he is, so I can't. I don't. The Dice Man. What? He's got an offensive persona. A brash, macho. I, this is, sounds very interesting. I'm staying away from this one. Like I should have stayed away from the last one. How many, how many running backs get over 100 yards this Saturday? I think two. I think Kylan Hill and Aris Williams. Um, I think Aris Williams might get a few more carries. I think. Kylan Hill may get a few more yards just because of the nature of how they run. They're both really good, um, but I think Hill is just a bit more explosive, and Williams is a guy that is very steady, will run just repeatedly right at you. Um, yeah. Do we have a receiver with over 100 yards? If so, who? I am not. Not in this game, I don't think. I think... Uh, with Thompson being in there, with um, this being the first like game of Moorhead's scheme at Mississippi State, they're probably going to try to keep things under wraps a little bit, and I think they're also going to take their best receivers out in the second half, probably at some point in the third quarter, um, just to try to keep everyone from getting hurt, and just, just keep everything masked a little bit going to the... Uh, second game of the season, which would be Manhattan, Kansas, against Kansas State. And then, question number eight, will State have a special teams TD? Where is, Keith Mixon is, I think, doing, uh, is doing, um, punt returns. It's not, I think. I, I saw it the other day. 
if I remember it correctly. Um, I'm very excited to see Keith Mixon in that role. I want to see what he can do in those regards. Um, I'm disappointed that he's not higher on the depth chart, but at, at, let me clarify, at wide receiver. I'm disappointed that he's not higher there, but I think he could do some real, real damage uh, returning punts. That'll be exciting to see. Um, yeah. Let's, let's go with uh, Keith Mixon getting one punt return touchdown. Do, do, do. On to the next question. Thanks for the question so far, guys. I appreciate it. Jeremy Purdom at jpurdom13. If Thompson looks more pa- more polished passing Saturday, comparing back to the Gator Bowl, does the leash on Fitz get any tighter if he throws a couple first-half picks and early in the season? Um, I'm not sure how tight the leash is on Fitzgerald. I think he's going to have a really good season this year. Um, I, I don't... I really want Keaton Thompson to succeed. I, I don't want this to come off as, like, anything, but I want Mississippi State guys to succeed in everything that they do. Uh, that That is kind of, like, the rule there, that I want these guys to always excel and always succeed and always be great people and great football players and great athletes and so on and so forth. Um, I need to put this in my backpack. That was irrelevant. Sorry, guys. Um, I also want Nick Fitzgerald to succeed, but I also also think that Nick Fitzgerald is the guy that gives Mississippi State the best chance to succeed right now. Playing Stephen F. Austin, a team that doesn't have a full-time head coach right now, Last I checked. It's, it's a bit different than even playing your practice squad. Um, so if Thompson comes out, you know, blazing, just throwing touchdowns and makes these huge plays happen, we ought to take everything with a grain of salt. That said, it'll be great to see him come out blazing, just throwing touchdowns and so on and so forth. Um, so I, I do want to see that happen. I don't think it necessarily has any bearing on the immediate future of Mississippi State football, but I do also tend to think that it could pave a way for success for Keaton Thompson long term. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's all you can really say. He didn't have a spectacular Gator Bowl throwing the ball. He had a very good Gator Bowl performance uh, on the ground. Um, so I don't think it would take much to be like significantly improved over that against a significantly inferior opponent in um, Stephen F. Austin relative to Louisville. But I, to answer the question as straightforward as possible, no, I don't think it really matters. Now, ah, dropped my phone. And then the grand scheme of things. And what looks to be the final question of the evening is actually the first question I got in. Um, so shout out to Will Lawrence. At WB Lawrence 33 on the Twitter sphere. As I catch my breath. My lungs are messed up right now, guys. I don't smoke. Do not smoke. Um, my grandfather smoked it. it yeah. History there. Uh, smoking's bad. I just have bad lungs because um, genetics, actually. Genetics can bite you in the butt and give you awful lungs. From Will Lawrence. Do you think Fitzgerald missing his first game action since his injury 
will have a significant impact on the K-State game. So this is a two-parter. Um, no. Or it's two questions. The uh, I, I don't think it will have a significant impact. Because I do think that despite what has been said from the offensive coaching staff, um, that they're not changing the game plan. Things aren't really changing. Uh, it, it, you know, they may not. But I just think things are going to be a bit more dialed back. A bit more vanilla than even if they would be with Fitzgerald in there. Yeah, you want him to get as many live reps. Yes, you want him to get as many practice reps. He's not getting those. Um, That's just what it is. But I don't think it has a significant bearing on the second week necessarily. Um, Now, say Fitzgerald throws three interceptions in the first half of the Kansas State game, looks rattled, can't get anything going running-wise, and just nothing's going through the air and they go to Keaton Thompson and um, he excels, then that's that's when things get interesting and goes back to uh, Jeremy's question because then we have a quarterback competition, I would say. Um, but right now, just looking at things, it is not something I would expect that would have any sort of bearing. The reason I bring up that the hypothetical situation is we can acknowledge whether or not it will have, or it will have had an impact once we are halfway through the Kansas State game. I don't think it's something that you can easily project right now. But to project, no. I don't think so. Um, I think another week's worth of rest is probably going to do him some good, given how his ankle looked at the end of last season. Uh, it, it wasn't good, guys. Um... Yeah, I, I think Fitz will be fine. I think the Mississippi State football team will be fine. It is a bit of a setback. But he can. All Fitzgerald's going to do is treat the Kansas State game as his season opener. And there's plenty of big season openers, openers that I'm sure these guys would all love to play in. So. And then the second question of this. Also, who's the player you're most excited about seeing make his debut in Maroon White? Um, two guys immediately come to mind Austin Williams. William Williams, he's a wide receiver, redshirt freshman, um, and State badly needs some help at wide receiver, based off last year's performances. Um, and Chauncey Rivers, both come to mind. These two guys, uh, Rivers being another, just another dominant pass rushing force to complement a, a a group that has Gary Green, um, I'm blanking Montez Sweat. Jeffrey Simmons. It's it's a defensive line that gets even more impressive by adding another impressive force, and I uh, I'm really excited to see uh, both both of these guys make their debut sooner rather than later. Um, I I don't know what I would do if I had to wait to see both of these guys play much longer because we've we've been waiting, we've waited for these two guys. To play Rivers didn't get a chance because of I think academic issues a year ago, which sucked because you definitely wanted to see what he could do alongside that defensive line from a year ago. But going into this year, um, it's going to be great to have him. And then Austin Williams, I'm pretty sure I'm getting that name right. Um, he he was redshirted. He was redshirted on a year that the wide receivers were abysmal. 
just collectively as a unit, they were not good. Mississippi State couldn't get any sort of passing game together. I don't know if it was a chemistry issue. I don't know what was happening there. But the Bulldogs lacked any sort of deep threat and any sort of big play ability coming out of the passing game. I don't know if that was on Fitzgerald. I don't know. And it, to me, it's probably a mixture of everything happening together between Fitz and the receivers and the total and the sum and just all of it. And so it's two areas that should be improved. One area that was really good a year ago and one that was struggling. Um, and these two players can add into those improvements. So I'm excited to see that happen. And uh, that's all I've got. I've kind of babbled for 30 minutes. Um, yours truly will also be doing videos on my YouTube channel. You can go check those out there. And I'm going to post those in articles as well um, on Rune White Nation. So check out stuff, Rune White Nation, blah, blah, blah. Check out stuff at Rune White Nation. Check out stuff where I can words with uh, typed words rather than spoken words or uh, video words. So, um, yeah, I, uh, it's late. I'm tired. Past my bedtime, guys. Um, thanks for listening, folks. Again, format's changing. We're going to go to shorter podcasts. There's going to be more of them. I don't know if I said that already. I'm going to go get some sleep. I appreciate you listening to this nonsensical episode. So, y'all have a good one.